life has its curveballs. Life has its ups and downs. And the truth is, we are actually all of it and none of it. Meaning that our peace and our joy doesn't come just solely from being the best father or being the best wife or being the best parent or being the best coworker or being the best entrepreneur or being the best athlete. Our joy and our true inner peace comes from going within and knowing who we are in the nothingness. Welcome to Manifestival. I am your host, Danette May, and each week I will bring you epic guests and live coaching where you can come to receive profound breakthroughs and courage to break old patterns and live into your soul's purpose. My mission is to remind people of their power and that they have the control to tap into their energy to achieve extraordinary things. As we get into this podcast, I have added background sound frequencies to this episode. And these sound frequencies have been studied. I actually have been learning about the power of sound frequencies. And so this episode, we're going to use a sound frequency that helps open your heart, helps you to expand into this message, expand within your heart so that you set yourself up for the day of being in the heart coherence, being in the heart frequency of love, of openness. So let's get started. Good morning, my loves. (laughs) Oh my goodness, where are you at in this moment as you're listening to this podcast? Just take a minute to look around, notice where you're at, take a minute to thank yourself for choosing to grow, choosing to learn, choosing to expand. It is morning time for me and I felt super inspired to drop this episode as I'm sitting here sipping some Cacao Bliss. I'm actually in Costa Rica. I had no intention of recording this podcast here, but I felt really inspired because of the things that I'm witnessing around manifesting and around the human condition when it comes to receiving the gifts and getting into fear. And you might be thinking, what do you mean getting gifts and getting into fear? And so today we're going to unpack this and what happens and I'm going to give you some scenarios of real life people and how this has shown up so you can find in your life where you're doing this, where you may be upper limiting, they call it upper limiting, where you might be shattering your glass ceiling, where you're sabotaging and not even realizing it. So we're going to dive right in. I'm excited to chat with you, to drink this cacao bliss with you and just get real and honest. So let me just share with you what typically happens with most humans is we are born and we have whatever the conditions of our family life displayed upon us. And some of these conditions were high stress. Some of them you could feel anxiety and your nervous system would try to navigate that anxiety of the upbringing, whether you could feel anxiety between your parents or feel anxiety around your living conditions, not having money, maybe having money, but someone worked all the time. 
there's a lot of different scenarios, but you typically, most American children, typically, I'm stereotyping here, grew up with some type of angst and go, go, go and achieving because that is the culture. A lot of achieving, even if you as a child didn't have to achieve, you watched maybe your parents feel that stress, your parents feel the stress around money, your parents feel the stress around accomplishing or having things. And then also the joy of when they bought a new car or the joy of that they bought a new house or updated their kitchen or a new pair of shoes or a new handbag. You know, you witness this as a child. And so we typically grow up and think, that if we achieve or we have what we call our North Star, meaning a sense of direction of where we're supposed to go, meaning a career or being a mom or being a dad, we feel like we, okay, this is who I am. I know where I'm going. I know how to do this role. And you go into achievement role <laughs> in that role. Can you figure out where in your life you've probably done this, where you maybe set yourself up to be in a certain career or set yourself up to be the best mom or to be the best dad or the best wife or the best husband. And you had a North star of this is who I am. I am my the best husband and I'm going to go for it. And these are the things I do. How many of you have found one of those things? Some of you it's being the best athlete because that's what you do to make money. Okay. So find your thing. And what typically happens is life has its curveballs. Life has its ups and downs. And the truth is we are actually all of it and none of it. Meaning that our peace and our joy doesn't come just solely from being the best father or being the best wife or being the best parent or being the best coworker or being the best entrepreneur or being the best athlete, our joy and our true inner peace comes from going within and knowing who we are in the nothingness. And most of us have not gone there or really developed that awareness and that self-acceptance and that self-love of who am I in the nothingness? So I'm going to share some vulnerable stories with myself. And then I'm going to share how as you're in the self-development or in the manifesting realm, how this can be really tricky and show up in your life. So for me, I out of necessity needed to become an entrepreneur. Plus, I think it was always in me. I kind of like going after something, achieving it. There's nothing wrong with any of that, but I wasn't necessarily cultivating the inner strength, the inner love, the inner quiet and peace within myself when I'm doing nothing. I was just in striving mode externally, building a business, being a single mom, navigating some of the pains of my past, navigating friendships, friendships that I was growing into, friendships that were walking away, navigating, you know, my identity around what do I believe when it comes to religion or spirituality. And I was just in a lot of achieving mode of growing the business and found myself in a cycle for probably eight plus years of just so much focus on business and that North Star of growing the different aspects of the business I was in. And Yes, I had morning rituals. Yes, I had practices to keep me somewhat grounded. 
But I recognized about nine years in after achieving a lot, but really not, you know, <laughs> just focusing on being a mom and a wife and business entrepreneurial that I wondered if a part of me, just a small part of me was in a lot of striving mode because I was afraid of the nothingness. Who is Danette if she's not the business entrepreneur? Who is Danette if her kids are out of the house and off to school doing their own thing and don't need her anymore? Who is Danette if she loses all her friends? Who is Danette even if her marriage fails? Who is Danette? Who's Danette if her parents pass on? And there was this little whisper in my mind of, you need to take a year off. And I believe that often we get these whispers, we get these hits, we get these senses of inspiration, but it's up to us to decide if we listen and it's up to us if we decide to act. And over the course of the years, I've learned if my intuition whispers, I'm going to listen because if not, it like usually hits me over the head and it could come in the form of some type of something that my body wants to display in uncomfortableness or my body might, I might get sick, who knows? So I just choose to listen. So I had made the claim that I was going to stop working, meaning I was going to stop creating because I create programs for the business and I have a lot of entrepreneurial employees or and employees who bring those visions to fruition. So I was telling the team, I'm not going to create any new programs. I'm taking a year off. And it was fascinating because that first section, like in the first couple months, I was just kind of angry. It seemed like anytime I opened social media, I was angry. I was noticing this weird anger rising inside of me because I started to see kind of the BS that was going on in the world with people and the things that they claimed and the BS within myself. Because if I can see it, typically there's something going on where I get to clean it up in my own side of the street, right? Within myself. So I was like, wow, interesting. I didn't really want to look at this. It's a lot easier just to focus on driving and growing a business versus looking at this. So that was the first little bit. And then, you know, I kind of was like, okay, that I, I kind of worked with that. I sat with that. I journaled on that. I processed that. I healed that. And then there was kind of like this time of, oh, I, I think I like this. This is good, you know? And then I got hit against like boredom, like complete boredom. And what happens for me with boredom is I start to like fidget. I don't know what to do with myself. So I would be like, okay, you're feeling bored, lay down. That's the last thing I like to do when I feel bored is just lay down. Some people, it's a lot easier for them to just veg and watch movies and lay still, not me. <laughs> so I was just lay down in my boredom and it took me on a journey within myself. It took me on a journey of really looking at this little girl who actually loves to create. Yes, that's part of her. She loves to be of service. She loves to create programs, products that help humanity. But she's also trying to be somebody that someone notices. That she wants validation. That she wants to feel that she's worthy because she created something. And I had to look at that little girl and look at that adult girl and go, wow, you just need love if you were nothing. If you had no business, no accolades, nothing. Are you enough? And are you loved enough? 
And that was a journey. And that I am so grateful I spent that time in that boredom, going down the rabbit hole of that journey within myself to go, I am enough in my nothingness. I am enough if I don't have a North Star. I am enough if I am not creating. I am enough if everything crumbles around me. I am enough if I have no friends. I am enough if my husband decides to find another woman. I know some of us, that's our deep fears. I'm enough if the business crumbles, if I have a financial ruin. I'm enough even if my child decides that they don't value me as their mom. I went, I started going down there and really looking at it and going and discovering and, and sitting with the I am enoughness. And there was power in that. It wasn't feeling powerful in the moment. It felt kind of scary, but I had to face it, sit with it and just feel into and breathe and meditate and feel a higher power's love for me in my nothingness because I sat in the boredom. I sat in the curiosity. I sat in the nothingness and there was a gift in that. Now I want to share with you, I share this story with you because now I want to share with you what can happen when you are expanding and growing, whether you signed up for a self-development course, you start a new career that you're super excited about, you get into a new relationship, you're expanding. You might be in this kind of, I call gray zone. It's the zone where I believe the trapeze artist is jumping from one handhold to the other, where he literally has to take that leap and he's in midair trusting that he's going to grab the next bar that's swinging. And it's in this gray area that we have, we get to, we don't have to, but we get to be present. There's nothing this trapeze artist has to do once he's midair. He just has to stay present and focused. He doesn't have to go and like, I don't know, swing his legs harder to the next bar. He doesn't have to like will the bar to come to him. He has to be present. So when the bar comes to him, he's ready to grab it. Do you feel that difference? He's not swinging his body frantically in midair to get to that next bar. He's in so much presence in open space that when the bar comes to him, he'll grab it. And some of you are in that open space and you have to wait until that bar comes and you have to be present for when the bar comes to grab it. And in this gray space and in this evolution of growth, we often get met with these moments of complete bliss and joy. And we can feel like, wow, I feel so alive. I feel so happy. I feel like my nervous system has dropped. You, There might be these moments. It might be in journaling time. It might be on a trip where you're just in like expansive quiet mode. And what can happen is after you felt all this bliss and expansive and nervous system drop, right when you come out of it, and it can happen within hours, it can happen a day after or a week after, the nervous system goes on alert because you just dropped down into complete nothingness. You come, you drop down into complete presence and your nervous system most likely because the way you grew up and because of your past conditioning is on high alert to be doing something. 
it's been conditioned to always do. And also some of you are conditioned to always strive and to work really hard. And so if you're not working really hard or you're really in a lot of bliss or your nervous system is down, it can signal to the brain because it's new that something's wrong. And you start to feel it in your body. You start to have thoughts like, man, I need to start doing something. I should be working on something. Am I enough? Oh my goodness. Look at everybody around me. They're growing, they're expanding. And look at me, I'm in this nothingness space. Take a deep breath. This is just the mind trying to go back to the homeostasis of where you were before, which was doing, 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 striving, 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 and sometimes not being in bliss, bliss, bliss. So it's now in a new territory and it's uncomfortable because it's new, but you're expanding into new. You're expanding into choosing more bliss. You're expanding into choosing more enoughness for yourself. You're expanding into more presence. And so it's going to feel uncomfortable in the body and the body wants to bring you back to the other original homeostasis. Do you understand what I'm saying? So imagine that your thermostat set at 60 degrees your whole life and you just went to 80 degrees living this bliss moment and it wants to go to 90 and you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. I got to go back to 60 and it might try to go back to 60. It might go back into being busy, go back into worry, going back into old relationships that don't serve you because it's used to the 60. So my message today is to really look at where has the thermostat been set from past conditionings from others and myself? Where do I want the thermostat to go? Meaning, how do I wanna feel in my nothingness? What kind of life do I wanna embody? Who do I want to be in my nothingness? What kind of peace do I want to have? Some of you, it can be, what do I want to create? And that's nothing's wrong with that. But that requires a different thermostat temperature. It requires a different pattern. It requires a different part of you. And so really looking at, okay, if I want to be at an 80 or 90, I got to be open to the magic. I got to be open to the bliss. I got to be open to the expansion and I've got to be okay with it feeling a little uncomfortable and the brain kind of chiming in and saying, mm, you better go back to that relationship. Mm, you better start working. Mm, you better start creating. Mm, you're not enough. Look at Sally Sue over there. She's doing more than you. It's tricky. You're when you're in bliss and you're in presence, you're in a very high frequency. And when you're in a high frequency, you're unstoppable. And yes, you can be in a high frequency even during what we would call hard times, past of a loved one. People are in sometimes very high frequencies even with the past of a loved one. They can be crying, but still in a high frequency of knowing there's a higher power involved. So when I say a higher frequency, it doesn't mean that everything feels amazing, amazing, amazing. You can be in a high frequency and have some hard things because you're connected to source. But when you're in a high frequency, connected to source energy, anything is possible. And so as soon as you drop out of it, because you start thinking all these thoughts of, oh, I got to go back to 60 degrees, you move out of that frequency. So our only number one job every day is to really monitor this and to look and go, where am I trying to bring my frequency down to a 
a homeostasis or to a degree that I'm just kind of used to from my past, from my past relationships, my past career, my past ways of being, and be willing to turn it up a, a notch or two and to stay there and to be uncomfortable in it at first because then it starts to become normal and it starts to become easy and then you're going to probably go to 100 degrees and then 120 degrees. This is the fun progress of life. But the truth is you're happy with no matter where you're at on the threshold because once you start really learning to love yourself and the nothingness, it just thermostat goes away actually. There is no thermostat, but that's a whole nother discussion. I'm wrapping you all up in love. We're on an interesting journey. And the journey is the love frequency. And there's been a frequency playing during this episode. It's been on the background of this episode. And this frequency is helping you open and expand your heart. There's been known frequencies to help expand different parts of the organs of the body. And this one is expanding your heart. And they're in different hertz and frequencies that actually have been scientifically proven. So as you're listening to this, we've been expanding your heart. How cool is that? Expanding your love for self, for life, for humanity. Wrapping you all up in so much love. Have a beautiful day. And if you would love to be a part of my text messages where I send you personal text messages around growth, journaling prompts, quotes, inspiration, go ahead and look in the show notes right now and text me joy, text me joy to this number and I'm going to send you text messages from me that are inspiring that just are there to remind you they're about once a week sending you so much love have a beautiful beautiful day and I'll see you on the next episode of the Manifestable Podcast Podcast